Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. How are you? I'm your host, Emma Gunn Award. Now, I know I say that on every show, but I just thought I'd remind you. And in this mini-show, we're going to be talking meals. Those throw-them-together-without-having-to-think-taste-delicious-every-time meal that everyone should have in their repertoire. Now, we are talking food, and what I would like to say here is this episode has been has come out of questions that were answered by you, my most excellent listeners, about a pod a day in May. Things that you would like to discuss, things that you would like to know, questions you would like to ask, etc., etc. And in addition to the kind of meals that I like to prepare, the meals that I think are good, etc., a lot of you came back with uh, requests for episodes on food in terms of one's relationship with food, tackling things like binge eating and control issues around food. But those are, for want of a better expression, meaty subjects. And it's only right that if I uh, discuss those on this podcast that I get the best expert I can possibly get access to to really help unpick those issues in episodes that will then be very useful for you. So bear with they're on the agenda, I'm working on them, but I really do want to get the right people to help with that because I don't want to half ass it for want of a better expression. But for this mini show, I just wanted to do a very simple one. I'm going to share with you my absolute favourite meals. Now, I do fancy myself as a bit of a cook. I love cooking. I love how meditative it is to follow a recipe and to be able to just, you know, chopping vegetables is very meditative. Just the the idea of seeing the raw ingredients turn into something completely different, I just really get off on that. And I just want to say I don't cook like this all the time. I'm a swine for eating on the go. I'm a swine for not eating and relying on like a couple of lattes until about eight, nine o'clock and then eating something bad. But when I've got myself together and I... And planning and I'm a little bit more organized then these are the meals that I make so um, it's also a sign that I'm taking care of myself and I'm on top of things if I have the ingredients for these things in my fridge and that makes me feel good even before I've even looked or thought about making the meal these are all easy to find really not that hard to make and most importantly taste real damn good so if you want to see what these recipes look like, then I, then head to emmaguns.com because there'll be some pictures of what the cook dishes look like, as well as references of where you can find the details of the recipe. These are not my, one of them's my own, but I mean, it's, it, you'll, we, it's the last one. You'll see why it's not my own, but it is my own. Um, all of them have been picked up from books. And the first one is a beef curry that I picked up from the Amelia Freer cookbook, which I have in front of me, and it's called Eat, Nourish, Glow. Um, 10 easy steps for losing weight for young, for looking younger. Sorry. 10 easy steps for losing weight, looking younger and feeling healthier. This was a present, so I wasn't sure how to take it originally. But in the end, I found two recipes in this book that I absolutely love and live by. And the first one is this beef curry. And I don't eat red meat very often, but at all, at all, at all, at all. But when I do, it will most likely, 99% of the time, it will be because I've made this dish. And this beef curry, and it is by Amelia Freer, is the meal I prepare when I'm a bit run down or I'm just feeling a bit, you know, it's that time of the month and I feel like maybe I need a bit of iron. <laughs> I'm reaching here. I just obviously like the taste of it. Um, but it is that kind of you need something. It's tasty, it's filling, and it's got red meat, sweet potato, and spinach, and this beautifully fragrant curry sauce. It's not spicy, it's fragrant. So it really is the food equivalent of someone 
giving you a big hug, stroking your hair and telling you it's all going to be okay. And every now and again, when someone's not around to do that, oh gosh, that is an emotional issue with food, isn't it? Anyway, I turned to this beef curry to do that. Oh dear. Uh, we'll unpack we'll unpick that in the episode with the expert. Um, like Amelia and in her book, which I'll put the link to in the show notes, I cook this in a, a slow cooker, although you could easily cook it in a pan on a hob and I'm sure it would taste very similar. But as it's a dish I like to slow cook, I quite enjoy enjoy the idea of preparing something delicious today that I can enjoy tomorrow. Um, and sort of having a bit of a run up to the meal is something to look forward to. And it's nice to sort of know that literally it's on the back burner and you're, you've done all the hard work and all you have to do when you want to enjoy it is just give it a stir and stick it in a bowl. You just chop everything up. So it's onions, garlic, the beef, everything that you'd imagine and pop it in the slow cooker with the coconut milk and the spices and you just leave it. I usually prepare it in the evening and let it cook overnight and through the next evening on a very low setting. It's worth it. Trust me, it pays off. It's so delicious and it just, oh, it's so good. If you're entertaining, trust me, this is a crowd pleaser if ever I saw one. I usually just eat it as a hearty, chunky soup, but those with bigger appetites can dip in naan bread, add rice or whatever they feel like. It's just an easy, easy dish to make and enjoy. And the last time I made it, my friend was coming over And as soon as he walked in, he was like, hmm, something smells good. (laughs) And trust me, he enjoyed it. So I definitely think that it's uh, it's a good one. The other one is also an Amelia Freer recipe. The next one, number two, is her prawn, coconut and aubergine curry. Now, I know it seems like I'm just mad for curry, but I guess it's because I don't make these very often. But when I do, I just think, oh, this is so amazing. Um... Again, it's something I turn to when I need something wholesome, like the beef. It's more fragrant than spicy, although you can play fast and loose with the chilli quantities if you so wish. I just leave out the seeds if I'm not looking for heat or add them in if I think I can handle it. Um, the fresh There's fresh foods, there's aubergine, uh, spinach, tomatoes and prawns. They always make me feel like I'm feeding myself something that'll give me energy. And it's quite, it's quite restorative. This isn't slow cooked recipe. You can turn it around in under an hour. And sometimes I kind of let let the before you put the prawns in, let the the base of the curry kind of cooks very gently for for a little while. I don't know. It's just in the inner chef in me going, oh, maybe this will make it taste more delicious. I don't know if it does. My friend Charlotte loves this meal so much that when I invite her over for dinner, I just, (laughs) it's so wrong, but I just send her an aubergine and a prawn emoji. And I know that could be very dodgy because aubergine emojis are quite controversial and it could mean something else. But genuinely, in this case, it means come and have some curry wine and a gossip, please, and nothing else. (laughs) And she will always get back to me and say, I'm on my way, because it's, again, it's another delicious one. My third favourite meal is by nutritionist, nutritional therapist Eve Kalinic, who is a pal, but who also really sorted my gut out when I was riddled with anxiety and depression. I reached that point, the breaking point, where it was like, right, I think I need therapy. I think I need some time off and something's definitely wrong. And I went to see her because my friend Katie Young, who is the beauty director of Harper's Bazaar, said to me, have you seen Eve? She's really good at this sort of thing. And I went to go and see her and she ran a load of tests and showed that there were issues with my gut, which is where um, 95% of your serotonin is produced. And there was an imbalance and there were things that should be growing that shouldn't should be growing in there that shouldn't have been growing in there, things that should have been growing that weren't. 
And she basically put me on a protocol for a fortnight. We're using herbal supplements and the like and really sorted it out. And I'd been having problems for about 18 months. And I recommend her to anyone who says to me that they're struggling with gut issues, whether it's bloating, stomach upsets caused by stress or anything that feels out of the ordinary. I was definitely very, very stressed. There was a lot of cortisol and adrenaline running through my system at all times. And basically that can just really play havoc with your guts. And so I went to go and see her and very quickly was back to without being gross was back to feeling normal and not stressed about my gut so back to food (laughs) let's just take a pause this is a great meal to make when you come in after a long day because you can do it in stages so you get in you drop your bag kick off your shoes and immediately as you know going through your post just go into the kitchen turn on the oven and peel and cut up a sweet potato pop it on a baking tray spray it with some i've got spray you know low calorie oil shove it in the oven boom then you do the important stuff you change into your comfy clothes you hang up the clothes you've been wearing or put them in the laundry take off your bra if you're double D or above. I don't know. It's just one of my favorite things to do. Stick on a crop top, put your hair up in a bun, take your contacts out, put your glasses on, uh, double cleanse, moisturize, etc. You know, get the day off you. And by the time you've done that, that sweet potato will be getting lovely and soft in the oven and cooked. And that's when you get back in the kitchen and you cut up some halloumi into slices and just pop them on a griddle on a lowish heat. We're in no rush here until they've got a bit charred on both sides. And while that's cooking away, so you've got your sweet potato in the oven, you've got halloumi on the on the hob, you just squeeze some lemon juice into a bowl with some tahini and olive oil, a bit of sea salt, and just mix it together. And then you basically essentially toss everything together and then at the end rip up some mint leaves, shove it on top, drizzle a bit of the leftover. Obviously you do this in stages, I'll put the link to Eve's recipe. Drizzle it over the top and it's just so tasty and such a nice, warm, lovely meal to make. And it doesn't, it's very low maintenance. So that's one, I'd probably say maybe once a week or once a fortnight, because I don't, I'm not always around to cook in the evening. Because I do go out a lot for work. Um, but that's one of my absolute favourites. And again, it's so easy, doesn't require a lot. There's always a sweet potato knocking around, isn't there? Um, yeah, so that's number three. Number four, and I didn't realise this was another Amelia Freer recipe, because I think I started making it a few years ago and it's just something that I just do from memory I never look at the book so it was a surprise actually when I was trying to find the recipe that it was one of hers because it's something that I make all the time and if I've been out too much eating on the go too much my diet hasn't been particularly balanced if I've been drinking too much or just not been all that healthy this is the meal I make that kickstarts me into being healthier because you can feel how good it is for you as soon as you start eating it you feel well for having eaten it it's easy to make too half a packet of pre-packed lentils chop up some beetroot slice some spring onions and instead of hazelnuts which is on the recipe I actually dice in red chilies minus the seeds for color and a bit of heat And then the dressing is really simple. Grate some ginger, olive oil, Dijon mustard and apple cider vinegar. Whack them all in a bowl. Give it a good mix. And then I get a massive bunch of flat leaf parsley. Roughly chop it in, mix it and then just serve in bowls. It's so, so easy and it's just so delicious. And it's just the kind of thing that if you've had a long day or you're hungover or whatever it might be and you just feel like you want something really clean and healthy, um, it's the kind of thing you can put in a big bowl and eat with a spoon 
and sort of not really pay much attention to what you're doing whilst you're watching something on Netflix. It's a great hangover meal or just the thing you should have when your body's telling you pizza because it's filling and not stodgy. So there you go. And finally, because I'm going to keep this to five, because like I said, although I think I'm a good cook, I don't really cook that often. Um, My fifth is avocado and poached egg on toast. So this is not my own recipe because it's uh, fairly, it's like saying beans on toast is my recipe. Sorry to be a media cliche, but I love this meal. It's easy to make and it seems a shame not to include it in my list of favorite meals. All you need is an egg. I favor a Burford brown, but that's just me. A slice of sourdough. I keep a sliced loaf in the freezer and toast a slice as and when I need it because I would never get through a loaf in one week. An avocado and you guessed it, a red chili. Poach the egg by filling a very large pan of water. Um, And when it's boiled, turn the heat down and swirl the water around with a spoon or something. And either break the egg indirectly to that kind of whirlpool or break the egg into a cup and then ease it in. After a minute, just turn off the heat completely. And you will find that the best results are with fresh eggs because they tend to stay together. Whereas if they're not fresh, they can kind of fall apart and make a big old mess. So that that's on the hob. That's that's very happy. Toast the sourdough, mash half half or a quarter of an avocado onto the straight onto the toast, and um, sprinkle diced red chili over the top. Seeds, depending on how bold you're feeling. Then fish out the poached egg, pop it on some kitchen roll to absorb the water, stick it on top of the toast and avo, sprinkle a bit more chilli, salt and pepper, a bit of lime juice if you're feeling fruity, and that is it. So, so easy, but so, so delicious. And yes, you get it in lots of restaurants, but honestly, you don't have to be a chef to make avocado on toast with poached egg at home taste good. Those are my current go-tos when I actually cook. And honestly, nine times out of ten at the moment, I'm grabbing a bag of grain. I'm grabbing a bag of grain. I really am not. I'm grabbing a bag of green salad leaves from the supermarket on my way home and like a pre-made couscous salad or something and whacking it all in a bowl, bulking it out and just eating that in front of the TV because I never said I was perfect. But the one thing I am excited about coming soon is um, a book by Ian Haste, uh, The Seven Day Basket, which is one basket, one week, seven meals. And the idea is that he's written this book, this cookbook around um, a supermarket's layout and with the sole purpose of making you a much savvier shopper. So you shop by aisle, you, you can create a meal from an aisle and the idea is less waste, etc. And it's quick, easy meals that are really good for you. They're all recipes for two, but they're easy to halve. It's, it, I'm very interested. Ever since I heard about this book a while ago, um, he's married to Nicola Chapman, who is one half of Pixie Woo. And I heard about this a few months ago and I was like, God, I think that might be the book I've always wanted and never knew I needed. Um, so as soon as I get my grubby mitts on it, I will no doubt be sharing the results. So hang tight because I've seen the food that Ian makes for Nick and... <laughs> It looks damn good. So if I can recreate some of that in my own home, that will be so, 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 so satisfying. All the links to everything discussed, all the recipes, etc., all the people, especially Eve and her um, nutritional advice that she honestly made a huge difference to my life. All the links to her and everyone else can be found in uh, on the show notes on emmaguns.com, Apple Podcasts, Acast, or wherever it is that you are streaming and downloading this episode. 
get in touch. Why not email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com? I'd be really interested to know if you found this interesting. If you have any recipe ideas that uh, you think are much better than mine, please do let me know. You can always DM me on social media where I'm at Emma Guns on Twitter and Instagram, or you can join the closed Facebook group where I'm sure the brilliant members, there are a few thousand of us in there now, will be sharing their best recipes too, because that's the kind of chit chat we have over there. And it's all very helpful, very supportive, and it's a very safe place. You do have to answer two questions to get access to the group. They're not difficult questions. It's just why are you here and are you representing a brand or not? Because we don't want anyone trying to sell in those groups. But uh, do join. It's a lot of fun. And I'm always in there talking to people. And it's a great way to uh, get some previews of guests that are coming up. Because I'll often say, so-and-so is coming on the show. What would you like me to ask? So that's the place to be if you want to uh, get some previews and some behind the scenes. And yeah, join that group. Share your recipes. I would be so delighted. And remember, all the pictures and everything will no doubt be on social media and will be on my website. So enjoy that. I cannot wait uh, to hear from you and whether you've liked this episode. And I don't know about you, but now I'm hungry. So I'm off to go and make myself poached egg on an avocado on toast. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you on the next one. Bye.